All right, guys, you know what time it is. Dynasty Wednesday, two weeks till playoffs, and I'm kind of fucking nervous here. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, there is a real po- – it's not like a random – like a, it's a, like a small percentage chance. It's a real possibility that we have, what, five teams at six and seven heading into the last week? Yeah, this is not going to be great. I'm not- yeah, so you play me. You You should win, but I'm calling an upset here. My guys are getting ready. They're watching film. Um, and then Nick C is six and six. He plays Jack, who's five and seven. Um, it's 54 to six, 46% chance right now. So, and then, um, Billy, who's six and six plays Colton, who's five and seven and Colton's projected to win again as a 53 to 47% chance. So like very real possibility. We have five, six and seven teams. Yeah. I, uh, as, as long as I, I think it's you, Brendan and Kriegs and Riley are the only four teams that don't have to sweat this week. Jake, Jake's team still playing for a buy. Billy's team. I mean, both. Riley and Bill or Riley and Jake's team are still playing for a buy. Like Riley is projected to win by twelve, but if I mean they're both tied, so if Jake wins, it you know I don't know who the I don't know who week fourteen is, but if Jake wins, he gets the game over Riley, and then. Um, he plays, you know, Nick C. Like, so it's, uh, I think Riley is sweating a little bit just to get that by. Yeah. So, uh, let's go over trades. Why don't we here? Uh, have there been any? Yeah. Those three, the eight days, we haven't recorded a dynasty episode since last Tuesday. So eight days ago, uh, that same day, uh, me and I guess Riley I made a trade. <laughs> me, yeah. Me and Riley made the first trade right after that episode ended. I was, I was talking to him while we were recording and, it was probably a good three, four-hour conversation. Uh, it was tough sending away Josh Jacobs. I sent away Josh Jacobs, and he wanted a 2025 third-round pick, which was whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and I got Garrett Wilson, which I wanted. I, I, I've been telling you all along, I think he's going to be better down the road than Olave, Drake London, Jamison Williams, all these guys out of the 2021 class. And that uh, that I have four first round picks. That changes kind of my strategy for this upcoming draft too. Now that I have a young receiver, uh, yeah. And I mean, you lost the running back, and I think it almost. I mean, because it's not a hundred percent stretching the playoffs. I mean, you should because you should beat me, and it kind of gives you it brings you that six and seven. Um, but I feel like it kind of takes you away from like being a, a contender now of winning it this year. But I mean, anything can happen in the playoffs. Right. I mean, yeah, obviously, Josh Jacobs, we throw around league winner a lot. He is a league winner this year, so that definitely helps Riley. Uh, and I, I had a couple other offers. I know Nick C is still probably salty about uh, not getting Jacobs, but... We can't use the language that he used in your text. <laughs> no, this is how we try and keep it as family-friendly as possible. But, yeah, I, I wanted Garrett Wilson for Josh Jacobs straight up, and, and Riley was just not budging, and I wanted Garrett Wilson bad, so I had to throw in that pick for him. Would you have sent... <laughs> I mean, I know, you, like, for 2024, would you have sent, like, a second 2024? Oh, no. Oh. I, I wouldn't have sent a second 2025. I, I don't I don't value third-round picks that much, so that was just whatever. I would have sent him a 2023 third-round pick, but not, not a second-round pick. Wow, okay. I mean, J- Jacobs is still 24. You can still use him for a couple of years. He's not going to produce at this level, but. Yeah, and then, I mean, I just didn't know, like, if Riley could have gotten more from you. 
Oh no, that that was my limit. If if you wouldn't have taken the Jacobs and the twenty or any any year third round pick, that was my limit. I would have gone with Nixie's trade. Okay, gotcha. Then uh, uh, I had one. Yeah, walk me through this. So it was Monty. Um, so my rebuild, it's it's gonna be you know if I hit on the if I I think I have like what nine draft picks this year. Let me go and check. I have one, two, three. I have three thirds. One, two. Before the trade, three seconds, and then two thirds. So my my rebuild, it's not going to happen next. You know, this year. You know, I'm not going to be a contender next year unless the rookies I draft, I hit on all of them, and they're all amazing. But just not likely. Um, and I have th- two firsts for next year already, and I believe two seconds for next year. So my rebuild about two to three years until I'm like I I could I could be like a top dog guy. So. By the time I need and I'm contending, Monty's just not going to be relevant. He's going right. to be on my bench. Um, and it's just, you know, who knows what his future holds. He is still young. I believe he's 25 years old. But let me try and get, you know, Billy had two seconds. And one of them is going to be a really early second. So, you know, I was trying to get, you know, I, I wasn't going to get a first for him. I had tried talking to people like, no, I'm not giving up for Montgomery. I'm like, that's fair. I totally get it. And Billy had two seconds, so that's kind of how that went down. And now I have uh, my picks. If it, you know, we're right now, uh, let's see if I can pull that up. I would have the 101, 102, either, you know, 109 or 110. Then I'd have the 201, 202, you know, a 205, a 209, a 210. Yeah, I mean, you you hit it there. I mean, you're basically building from the ground up and Monty, by the time your team is relevant again, he's going to be 27 and that's, that's dead in running back years pretty much. So especially for a non PPR guy, unless you're Derek Henry, I know Chubb is doing great this year. He's 26. Um, you know, but that's really it off the top of my head who's a, who are non PPR running backs that are still relevant, you know, past 27. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, even just getting the getting both second round picks, you won there. But having an early second, that's that you you could hit on somebody who slipped from the first round. So and and Billy, I mean, you know, Billy has a really good team, but he could be he could end up going six and eight, and now he that could be three of the, the first three picks or first three out of four picks in the second round. Still high value guys. We're in a ten man league, so in a twelve man, I would have the last three picks of the first and then the first three in the second. Yeah, it's very true. The last four teams, if you don't know how it works, all get thrown into the toilet bowl and it all depends on how you finish. So and I, I, I believe I've locked up. Uh, the, my team's just not good and that's fine. Um, so I, I, I say I have the 101, 201 pretty locked up, but the second pick, who knows, it could end up being a th- the third overall, but I'm hoping for Brendan to keep uh, keep losing. I, I must have missed this. It was Blackout Wednesday seven days ago. But does Jake know how Fab works? <laughs> he spent $88 on Latavius Murray. <laughs> Could have had him for six. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know if I wanted him for zero. <laughs> I mean, he's a guy who's going to be the RB1 on his team the rest of the way. And and for a team that's contending, you know, injuries happen to the running backs. Why wouldn't you? That's fair. I, I don't know. I probably would have spent 20 if I was in contention. 
Yeah, I, I don't know if he's starting him at any point, but it, it was just, just funny to see that number out there. Yeah, I, I saw 88, and I was like, holy crap. <laughs> uh, the last trade that went down on Saturday, we were we were at the Badger game. This came, this came over, and we both took a look at it, and we had different opinions on who won this trade between Nick and Brendan. Uh, I think Brendan won this trade, and you think Nick won it. Uh, down to Foreman, it's, it's whatever, but – Nick C sent over Danta Foreman, Jahan Dotson, and a 2024 second. And Nick C got back Antonio Gibson and Josh Palmer. I think Brendan won this trade one because I was going to take the Jahan Dotson and a 2023 second for Josh Jacobs. You're getting a young, it was a first round receiver in last year's draft class and a second round, an early second round pick. Uh, if I were Brendan, I probably would have tried harder for a 2023 second round pick, but he gets a pick and a young receiver. Foreman, whatever, but Nick's getting Antonio Gibson, who's an aging he's he's an aging running back. Do not back. say aging. He's twenty four. He's, but he's not even his their starting running back. And he's you, still twenty four. And then you get a Josh Palmer who's the wide receiver three. He's basically irrelevant once Mike Williams and Keenan Allen come back. So But I, Josh Palmer is twenty three years old. They like him a lot. He's he's young, he's athletic, and Keenan Allen's thirty God, thirty one. But if Keen Allen, Allen is thirty years old, um, so and see his contract, I believe, is aging as well. Um, I believe he's almost out of it, or did he just get a new one? I know he like restructured, but uh, let's see. So, yeah, they could easily cut Keenan Allen not this year, but next year because his dead cap is seven and his cap is 22. So I, I don't see Keenan Allen being on this team where Palmer will still be on his rookie contract by then. And that's going to be the same relevancy as the 2024 second round pick. Maybe. But if Nick wanted a young receiver, which he got in Josh Palmer, why wouldn't he just keep Dotson? I mean, that I don't know. I mean, I think just the quarterback play, the future for Palmer as a for second team looks better than Dotson. We don't, he, I mean, who knows what Washington is going to do in the quarterback? Are they going to keep Heineke? Are they going to keep Wednesday? Are going to draft someone? Like, no one knows. So I think that's – I mean, I think I think that's his reasoning. I guess I don't really know. But Palmer is, is, is in his second year. Like, he's still very young and does really well when he's given the opportunity. And I think, you know, Allen like, – I mean, you're right. He's going to be the wide receiver three on that team. But Eckler will be gone. Probably pretty soon. He's 27, 28. Those, that's a lot of receptions and yards that are going to be gone. And Allen and Mike Williams are always banged up. So I think Palmer's a really good young player. I just, from Nick's point of view, I just don't see where it makes sense because it is, so let's say he is trying to make the playoffs and win now. Down to Foreman, he's, he's put up double digit fantasy points four of his last six games. And he's, but him and Hubbard split carries, but he's a solid running back in that offense. They're going to be down a lot of games. Catches a lot of passes. If, but if he goes towards the rebuild, why would he trade away Dotson and a twenty twenty four pick? So I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I want to know what he was thinking. I mean, I know Foreman has a buy this week, so maybe he's like, hey, I'm not playing either of these guys. Let me, let me get someone who I, two guys that I can at least plug into my lineup, um, and get a win. I, I know, you know, when you, if you need a win, you know, some, not saying Foreman's a top guy to get someone who you can at least play who's better than your bench guys. Yeah, I, I mean, I get that. It's just, I don't know. It, I don't know. I, I just think Brendan won this trade. 
I mean, I like Foreman. Foreman has Seattle and Pittsburgh weeks 14 and 15. That's, you know, usually the last week of um, – oh, no, that's the first week of playoffs. Um, so that's the first – no. What is it now? He's got Pittsburgh, Detroit, Tampa Bay for weeks 15 through yeah. 17. So the, the last week to get in, he's got a good matchup. And then the first round, he's got a good matchup. You can play Foreman in those games and even Detroit too. Yeah. So Tampa, I, I don't know. I don't think he'd be in my lineup, especially for championship week. No, definitely not. Uh, yeah, those are the three trades that went down. Just a bunch of waivers ran today. Me and you were both in on Jordan Mason and Zonovan Knights. Both I just wanted there. to get them so you couldn't, and so I could play, you know, possibly play them over you and beat you. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, week 12 matchups. Uh, we'll start with mine. I, I needed that win, and I, I beat Jake 143 to 128. Pretty much on the back of uh, Lamar and his. I didn't want to say garbage time, but got his 25 points after they were like, oh, fuck, we're going to lose to the Jags. And then Ramondre and T. Higgins. So I uh, I definitely needed this one. I don't know why Jake would start Russell Wilson ever, but. Yeah, I mean, it was it, it was against Carolina. They're just not good. I mean, it, neither of the other two quarterbacks did, like, would have won him. Like, Rodgers with his two picks, and then he didn't finish the game. And Mariota's just not good either. I mean, it would have been an extra five or three points, so it wouldn't have mattered there. Yeah, I, it that was on the back of Darnell Mooney putting up a goose egg because the injury and Evan Ingram 1.4. So I am very fortunate to have this win. Yeah, it was – and now it puts Jake in a tough spot to miss uh, – to not get a bye. Uh, Krieg beats Jack. I needed – he was texting me during the noon games, and it wasn't looking hot and – it He's wasn't. Like, it, it it was not. I was like, bro, I need you to beat J- or, uh, Jack right now. And Andrew, in, in, in that early slate, Andrews dropped that easy touchdown. Yep. Could have had him another six points. Damian Pierce busted. Juju didn't do much. Mike Evans didn't do much. So, uh, yeah, I, I honestly, with the three of his nine players busting, he still puts up 140. I, I don't know what else to say. It's going to be tough beating Kriegs this year. Well, I mean, it's it, – it, Eckler just took over in the second half. I mean, we talked about it yesterday, 11 catches. Like, that's in full PPR, that's 11 points. That is one, almost two, three. That's four more points. Or he, 11 points is four more than what uh, four guys on Jackson got. Like, Debo got 11.2. Or not Debo. Um, a lot of 11.2. So, just on his catches alone, and we'll add in three yards, he outscored four guys who are good players. So Jack needs a running back. If he's making the playoffs, he uh, this this is win or go home for him. And he, I don't know if you, I know Dylan got seventeen fantasy points. Pollard got eight, but you can't ride these two to a championship. Is he is he actively trying to shop around right now? He's trying. I know he always adds like one extra piece that makes it like okay, this person's probably not going to accept it now. Um, instead of like just instead of just trying to make it fair, um, he keeps adding, like, one extra piece or one extra pick, and then it steers, like, the team away from what I've heard um, or from what I would at least what I would at least say. But he is definitely trying. Um, I know he's trying to shop Hopkins just with being on a bye, and he, you know, it's tough going into this week with Dylan, who did get banged up, but he's on the injury report as of now. That'll kind of come up, come up sooner. And Pollard. And then Mostert's banged up too, and he plays San Francisco, so he wouldn't even play. I, I at least wouldn't play Mostert, even if he was healthy against that defense. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's definitely trying. I maybe he should maybe try and upgrade his tight end 
But at this point, I mean, his Seattle's awful against tight ends, so you have hope for Higby, but after getting a goose, it's tough. No, you can't trust Higby. It, it's going to be interesting to see because Chase is coming back this week. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, it, if he wants to keep playing Christian Watson, he doesn't have six wide receiver spots to fill. He's only got five of them, so. Well, he has Watson. Well, it, because Hopkins is on by, he does have Watson in and Lazard on bench. But, you know, next team, Najee is day-to-day, ETN's day-to-day. This could be a different swing if those two guys are hurt, though. That That is true. Uh, Riley just casually putting up 205 points. Well, you gave him the RB1, so, yeah. I didn't think he was going to do that shit. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Bailey's second on the week. and Just just a tough, tough L. Uh, 204 to 144. Jacob. He would have been everybody else except for Riley that week. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> did anybody bust on Riley's team? Cook got nine. That's Greg, a bust. Del, yeah, Delsich got three. Davis got seven. So it, everybody else fucking boomed. And that was with having two guys injured, Fournette and Mixon, who I'm assuming he would have played. I mean, not over Dulcich, but maybe not over Cook either. Maybe. maybe. Um, and. Any receivers he would have played? No. For Billy's team, do you think about playing Brian Robinson over one of some of these guys? <sighs> I mean, over Zeke maybe, over Monty, depending on the matchup. I don't know. I mean, because Brian Robinson, Brian Robinson, going into this week was like, okay, Gibson kind of seems like he's the better play now, and then it, it flipped the script. Washington, who do they play this next week? They got. I should know. They got the Giants. Giants. Yeah. Who slacked last week against the run, but they've been, for, for most of the season, they've been pretty solid against the run, and he's not a PPR guy. So I think I would go still Monty, who plays the Packers, who he went off last in week two. Um, Zeke and the Cowboys play against Colts, who are really bad against the run. So I think I would keep him on my bench because you're not going to start him over Saquon. Right. Uh, yeah. BJ's team six and six now. Woof. He uh he's fighting for his life these last two weeks like the rest of us here. Yeah, and he's missing DJ more this week. So just but he he's lucky he's got a lot um a decent bench. I mean Mike Williams um is questionable. You got Danton Johnson, but then you're playing Pickett or Pickens and Johnson. It's not a sexy co- combo to play. Right. Uh Nick C beat you one twenty eight to ninety eight. Jalen Hurts got you thirty year points there. Oh yeah, Jalen Hurts is uh he's he, he is he's the good. light in the darkness. Yeah, he's good at football. He is good, <laughs> and I think Kyron's Kyron had his best week. I think he's going to do better this upcoming week. Pittman oh, had one of his best games um, he, since since week six was this, this was Pittman's best game. You didn't see? I posted my uh, running back start sits about a half hour ago. Spoiler alert. Kyron Williams. Oh, baby. I, I had to do it. I <laughs> we, we talked about him yesterday, and I, and I told him, told people to sit Akers and Williams until someone emerges. But I sat, and I thought long and hard about it. And the evidence is there. Williams, Williams will get his first double-digit finish of his career here. He's already projected 11, which is his highest. He had 55% snap share week 11, and then 70% snap share last week on 11 carries. Um, and three catches. It's, I mean, he's 
His last three weeks, again, it's not great, but he's seen eight targets. And out of a, a young running back who's just getting back healthy, that's not bad to see. And they play Seattle, who we saw Josh Jacobs go just go dumb on him. Right. Uh, Nick's side of the ball, he had ETN go down and get point three, but it didn't matter. So he's still as Swift. He's playing with fire with Swift. He's going to get burned. He really is. <laughs> and he's got Swift and Najee. Again, we talked about it. Both banged up, and ETN's banged up now. Those are three guys that's tough to trust. Yeah, it helps that Hollywood Brown's coming back now. He can plug into his lineup. but Well, not this week. He's on by. Right. But if he makes the playoffs, Brown's going to be in his lineup. He's going to have to de- decide between Gibson, Harris, and Swift, who are all risky business there. <laughs> they really are. <laughs> uh, last matchup last week, Colton 114, Brendan 105, both kind of duds. But somebody had to win. Uh, Bre- Brendan's side of the ball, he's just had a bunch of mediocre, middle-of-the-road guys. Nobody boomed, nobody busted. and His highest uh, scoring besides his quarterback was Hawkinson at 15. Yeah, I, I, he needed Paris Campbell to go off for 12 points, only got him three, so could, easily could have been flipped, but Colton hung on there. Uh, same same narrative, he had Amon Ra go for 28 on Thanksgiving. He basically just rode that out. Nobody else really boomed or busted. DK close to a boom, 20 points. Yeah, oh, that's fair. Uh, bench players, did they – did anybody – oh, yeah. Colton had Zay Jones on his bench, twenty-seven points. But other than that, and McKenzie, yeah, but you're not you're not act, actually thinking about playing McKenzie every week. Zay no, Jones. but it's it's tough for him because he has Zay Jones and Christian Kirk. I mean, right? Do you really want to play both? I, I mean, over Jacoby Myers, maybe over <laughs> Jacoby, but Jacoby has seen a lot of targets, and he, you know, he. Play Buffalo, so I, I think I would go Jags. Do the Jags have? Jags have Detroit this week. So, yeah, I think that's a good play for both guys, honestly. I didn't realize how thin Colton was at running back, but Kamara busts almost every week. But then his RV2 is Michael Carter, James Cook, Chuba Hubbard on the bench. Woof. Yeah, he lost five, and then he traded me Brees back on, like, week two, I think it was. Yeah, that's um, Yeah, him and Nick C had the – and, may, and maybe Jack have, like, the worst depth of running backs. Here are Nixie's Naheem Himes, DeAndre Carter. Oh, no, sorry. DeAndre Carter's here. Naheem Himes is his only bench guy. He does that, obviously, get – he does that four on his starting lineup but from from trades. But he was sitting, I think, three guys on uh, on his actual, like, bench for, like, running backs. And they were before, like, the CMC trade. Like, Foreman was there, and it was bad. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look look at probably two of my four first round picks at running backs. I know you're probably gonna get the two top guys, but depending on where other guys go, I'll I'll have to take a couple. Yeah, I'm hoping. I I think I have a good chance to still get two elite wide receivers. Um, with my last pick in the first round, Jake desperately needs a quarterback, especially if Rogers does retire. Um, you can't feel confident playing Russell Wilson starting next year, and definitely not Mariota. So that could be a spot where I, uh, one of those receivers slips to me, and and I, and I like that, and I think that's really good odds for me. Yeah. Uh, playoff started today. Kriegs and Riley would have a bye. BJ and Nick would be playing each other. That's a close one. One thirty-one to one thirty-five projected right now. Uh, and then I would be playing Jake. I'm gonna fucking beat his ass. I, Again. <laughs> <laughs> I lost to him the first first round by like point five points, and I beat him this this past week. So. Well, I, he won't take Allen from me, and I want I want Burks and a pick. I hope Allen goes for twenty on his ass. I mean, I, don't, I mean that's an L for him. 
I mean, you, you never know. Yes, you do know. <laughs> uh, looking ahead to week 13, uh, I play you. Again, I should win, but you never know. Uh, I've beaten you before. You have beaten. You're playing your JV squad this time. <laughs> that's okay. I still got the QB3. That's about it. Uh, Riley and Jake's team, they're playing for a bye this week. This Whoever wins this has a, is in the driver's seat to get that second bye. 100% because if you look at the next week matchups for them, it's Jake plays Jake plays um, Najee Germany. He's got ton. He's got a couple guys on buys Jones and JT. So he needs this win. Uh, and Nick and Jack play. This is uh, the, the, every matchup is huge this week, except for Kriegs and Colton maybe or at uh, Kriegs and Brendan. But yeah, Nick and Jack, this is going to be a, I, I don't want to say do or die for Jack, but it, pretty it is. Much is. It is. It, it is just with his points for he got off to that slow start scoring. Um, so he's he's well behind in points, unfortunately for him. But I mean, yeah, if, if Nick wins, he's in the playoffs. Uh, can pretty much, I think you can almost guarantee that. Yeah. Um, and then same with Billy. Both of those guys yeah. would then be seven and six. So it would co- it would come down. It would then most likely be you, assuming that you do win. I was going to say, if, if I win and then Nick and Billy win, then the playoffs are set. There's Because Jack would be 5-8, and eight, Colton would be 5-8, and eight, and I would be 6-7, and seven, and I have more points for, so assuming that stays. Unless they just go off and you win, like, by very low amounts, then yeah, yeah. you because you're 50 and 40 points ahead of Colton and uh, almost about 90 ahead of Jack. So unless – they both just go off in losses and then win next week. But I would say that if you win, you're pretty much in. Yeah, let's take a look ahead to week four team just for shits and giggles. I, I played Colton. That could come down to the last playoff spot. Uh, Nick and Jake play. The, uh, if Nick wins, he'll, they'll both have uh, locked up playoff spots. Riley and Jack. If Jack wins this week and he has a must win week 14 against <laughs> Riley, Good night. <laughs> yeah, I think that's why he's trying to get, you know, a running back just to help him, especially with, you know, he'll have Olave, Watson, and Dylan on by. So, I mean, he, he can put Mostert in against the Chargers. That's a good matchup. Um, but, I mean, yeah, he he's he's got to try and make a trade because if he doesn't, I just think next week is, is it's kind of over for him. Same thing with Billy. If he goes to six and seven, he plays Kriegs. Oof, I don't know. Yeah, this, and he'll be missing Montgomery. Big. He can easily replace him with, you know, one of his receivers. But it's Kriegs' is number one. He's already locked up the number one seed. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, I, Billy Billy needs – Billy and Jack need to win this week over over anybody. Uh, the toilet bowl, you and Brendan left the last week. That'll be something. That'll be one for the books. Well, well <laughs> I, hey, I can't wait. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, anything else you want to talk about before we get into these matchups? Uh, no, I am. I'm all set. Okay. Tomorrow night's Bills Patriots division matchup. It, Bills are four point road favorites over under 43 and a half. I, I don't know what to expect from this game. It's a division game. I, I want to say the Bills will win, but honestly, you never know. Yeah, I mean, just with uh, Patriots, I mean, besides last week, Patriots defense has been elite. They usually are. And Bill Belichick is such a good coach that you can never count them out, unfortunately, even though they're six and five. But if I had a bet, I would go with the Bills. Uh, 
Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs are always in your lineup, but Singletary and Gabe Davis, this these, this is a sketchy business here. Patriots rank second against running backs, six against receivers. I think this will be a lower scoring game. If There's only two teams on by this week, so if you can find better options, I think I'll fade both these guys. Yeah, I, I do agree. And same with, obviously, McKenzie, just because he did it last week. Again, it was against the Lions, who are just awful. Um I know the Patriots kind of lacked and everyone off of them for the Vikings last week. So that, that can bring you hope if you are on the fence of playing um, Davis or, you know, someone else, but I would try and steer away from Davis. Gid, or Diggs just sees 12 targets a game and Davis hasn't seen that kind of work yet. So that's why I think I would possibly steer away from Davis if you're able to. Uh, other side of the ball, Mac Jones coming off his QB seven finish with, Buffalo ranks seventh against quarterbacks. This is not a Mac Jones streaming game at all. Pretty no, much. they have kind of lacked their last three games. Buffalo, Kirk Cousins had 17. That's not great, but Brissett, 26. And then Goff just had a, a decent finish, 18. But I'm not riding Mac Jones and just because of his lack of weapons. Uh, it's basically Ramondre Stevenson, and that's it. Jacoby Myers is questionable, but even before his, his quote-unquote injuries, He's cooled off a lot. He was looking like one of the top waiver wire pickups, but he hasn't finished inside the top 12 since week eight, outside the top 35 since then. So, Yeah, I think Ramondre, he might – the Bills rushing defense, they are – they moved down to 14th now, so right in the middle. But Harris is probably going to be out, I'd say. And ever since they're by, the Bills have just not been good. They've given up 20 – Four point or twenty points or more in four of their five matchups, um, in a half point PPR. Um, so yeah, I think Ramondre's due for a, another good game. Yeah, I, regardless of Harris plays or not, regardless of the matchup, Stevenson is an every week play. Yeah, uh, he'll be at this game, Packers Bears. <laughs> I will be. I'm if I if you don't hear from me, you know why. Could be battle for last place here. Uh-huh. <laughs> Packers are four point road favorites again. Another four, same thing. Four point road favorites, same over under forty three and a half here. Uh, if if Rogers plays, it's it's a Packers dub for sure. If it's Love versus Fields, it's a toss up. But where 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 are your seats? What are you what are you expecting from here? I believe we are on the forty yard line. I think it's like thirty five rows up. Um, on the Bears side, because on the visitor side, that's kind of where they have all their boxes. Um. So I'll I'll be I, I I like our seats. We got you know the whole field to look at, but I mean, you know, I was texting a buddy today who's a Bears fan now. It wasn't you or Nick, sorry. Um, what do you mean who's a Bears fan now? What happened? Well, he's he's from Michigan, so he but he he was always a Peyton Manning fan. He would root for the Lions, but now his uh, now fiance since they've been dating. Um, and her whole family's from Chicago, so he's kind of just switched over to the Bears since he wasn't oh, a diehard oh, Lions. Oh, you're talking about Peyton. I'm like, yeah. wait, who's switching up? <laughs> no, yeah, he was never a diehard Lions. He would root for them, but he was always a Manning, so he's a Bears fan now. But I was telling him that I would love to see Jordan Love play. Just, you know, it's you know Bears, Packers. It's, you know, give him another start. He looked good in the last quarter. Um, but then also, like, I, I just don't want Rodgers to be done yet, you know? Right, and yeah. I want. And the last time I saw Rogers it was an L in London. I would like to see a win, 
Um, you know, just I, I don't that know. Was back when, that was back when the Packers were still good and they were supposed to be winning every game. They were three and one at that point. Yeah, we everyone thought that was a fluke, and the, oh, they're not. They're never gonna lose to the Giants. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but so I, I don't know what I want. I mean, I just hope, I mean, obviously hope it's a Packers win and I just keep my eyes ahead. Uh, so Packers side of the ball, it's, I mean, you can stream Rogers if you want, but he's, he's going to put up two between 200 and 250 yards, a couple touchdowns. He's going to, he'll probably finish right around the QB 12. So yeah. you need a consistent guy and you don't need a high ceiling. Rogers is fine. Yeah, he's not a bad play. I, I do think – I mean, Jones is in your lineup. Yeah. Um, if Love is in, I think you could stream Dylan. I think if Love is in, they're going to try and just pound the rock 40 times, and the Bears have a really bad rushing defense, and I, I think Dylan will just get a lot of volume, and he'll be fantasy relevant. If it's Rodgers, I think I'd steer clear from Dylan because they won't run as much. Rodgers will throw it. So that's kind of my take on the backfield there. What do you agree, or are you away from Dylan no matter what? I'm away from Dylan no matter what. Okay. But if, and that's if, fair. Rodgers is supposed to play this week, so I am playing Watson and Jones. I, I'd be fine playing Rodgers, but Lazard. I don't know. I think you just. I think you keep him on your bench, but that's uh, that's and Tanya and he's on your bench as well. That's kind of how I feel. Yeah, Watson, I think, has the same – like, he's in your lineup, but I think if Rodgers is in, he has a way better chance of going for, you know, six for 102. Whereas Love, maybe it's more like – kind of what he did last week, four for maybe 70 and one. Like, I, I just think they're, they're going to be running it 40 times and only throw it 20. So you have to hit on a touchdown for Watson, which he's scored six in the past three games. So it's not crazy to think that he scores again. Uh, other side of the ball, if Fields is in, I think you play him. I don't care if his shoulder's dislocated. He's, he's <laughs> His rushing upside is too good not to play. Uh, Monty, Green Bay ranks 28th against fantasy running backs. He's in your lineup. But other than that, I'm not playing Claypool. I'm not playing Komet. Yeah, Claypool could be a stream. Again, j- just because he's the only receiver on that team now. Like, only good one. Like, talented receiver. But he hasn't seen the work, so easily could be on your bench too. But if you're look, if for some reason you're hurting and you're looking for a guy who could boom, he could catch a touchdown, you know, a deep ball touchdown. So I'm, he, that, he's he gonna he's gonna me, boom or bust. He, yeah, I, he just makes me so nervous. Before Claypool came to town, Mooney was the only receiver, and he busted most weeks. It's 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 risky business. We've never seen Claypool boom yet for the Bears. I personally am playing Nico Collins over Chase Claypool this week. So. <laughs> I mean, Fields, with his injury, they might limit his running since it's his non-throwing arm and have him maybe throw a little bit more. So that's just another reason why I thought, you know, Claypool could see more work than what he's used to. Uh, Steelers-Falcons. Uh, Gross. Steelers, yeah, Steelers are one. We got all road favorites so far. That's actually surprising. The it really point. is. That is that statement win against the Colts. Yeah, one point road favorites. Another low over under forty two. Uh, it's. I don't. I don't know what to say about uh, the the Steelers offense. I was. I saw a tweet that said, uh, Pickens and Deonta Johnson both have the same amount of fantasy points this year, but Pickett Pickens has thirty less targets. Yeah, I saw that too. Uh, so if I have to play a guy, it's going to be Pickens, pass in your lineup, but that's pretty much it on this side of the ball. 
Yeah, I mean, especially with Najee banged up, could just be on a snap count, not getting as much work, and he was always play at your own risk anyway. So I think he's a safer, he's a safer sit, even though Atlanta is a good matchup. Um, but I just don't, I just don't trust him. And these are weeks where you need wins. I just don't know if you want to put your faith in a Najee Harris. Yeah, I would agree. And Pat Fryermuth in your lineup. Other side of the ball, I know you like streaming Mariota some weeks, but I, I, I can't. I can't put myself behind any streaming Mariota. I don't. I don't want to do it. No, and you know, since TJ Watt has come back, they've given up the QB. Um, they've held QBs to ten points against the Saints and twelve points against Matt Ryan. Joe Burrow did have a really good day, um, but they made it tougher on Burrow, and and a lot of that was just dump offs to P Ryan, um, right. So, since TJ Watt has come back, they've gotten a lot better against quarterbacks. So, I, I don't know if I'm streaming Mariota. Uh, we'll save Patterson for Friday because he is in my sits of the week. Uh, Drake London, he's he's out of my lineup. It, it's pretty – I'm not playing anybody on this Falcon side of the ball. No. And now that Pitts is out, you don't have to think about it. Thank God. <laughs> uh, Jags, Lions, we, we got some interesting matchups this week. Another, another one, road favorite. Another one-point road, fa- road favorite for Jackson. This is a fun matchup, 51-and-a-half point over-under. Yeah, 50, I, there's not many people I'm not playing in this in this game, to be honest. You're Lawrence, playing everybody. Yeah, Lawrence and Goff are both great streams this week. I'd play both of them easily over. Um, Rodgers. Rodgers, yeah. If ETN's back out there, which he says he's fine, ETN's out there. I'm playing Zay Jones. I'm playing Christian Kirk. Evan Ingram's a toss-up, but – uh, depending on who else you have, you might have to play Evan Ingram. It's a fine matchup. Yeah, they're 29th against tight ends. They have done a great job the past two weeks, only three points and three and a half. Um, but those tight ends aren't really elite against the Giants and Buffalo. Um, but before then, they were giving up points to the tight end like it was their job. Uh, Goff, we're playing. Jamal Williams were playing. I said I'd start almost everybody. Swift is the exception, to be honest. I don't, I, I don't know what's going on with him. He's still, he's still hurt. Uh, he hasn't had a top twenty finish since week two. And yeah, I, I mean, some people are backed into a corner. I know Nick C's team's probably backed into a corner. He's got to play Swift, but yeah, if you have other options, I think I'd be looking there at this point. Yeah, he again only saw. 34% snap share the two weeks before then was 31-31 with the same amount of carries, but he did see eight targets. So that, again, what helped him um, get double digits. This, this could either be, again, the same thing we're seeing, 10, 8 points, or he could literally just boom because of the matchup. Um, so, <laughs> I oh, God, I think I would be fine playing Swift. I just think the matchup is really good. And it, he, he was seeing more targets than what he has seen since the injury. It was his most targeted game. So I think, again, if you need to win and you have Swift, I think he's in your lineup because what he can do is just – he can win you a week. Najee or Swift? I'd go Swift. Okay. Uh, and then Amon Ron, that's it. I don't know how anybody else, nobody else is doing anything on this in this passing game, but you know, Reynolds, Reynolds was a good stream, but he's been hurt <coughs> and he played like 10% of the snaps last week, so he's not in. Yeah, Khalif Raymond, he plays between 80 and 90% of snaps. He saw seven and six targets the last two weeks, but 
he's just not producing solid fantasy numbers. No. So, yeah, it, I ho- it should be a fun one. I wonder if it's on TV for me. Hmm. Well, I'll be at the game, so never mind. No, can't watch it anyway. And we broke the curse for the away favorites, Jets and Vikings. Uh, Vikings are three-point home favorites, 44.5 over under. This Jets team, man, I, I'll, I'll tell you, he, I, I like them to start the year, but they, they are ugly to watch. <laughs> <laughs> well, with Mike White, they're not. I, th- he's going to fall back down to earth this week. There's, not there's this no... week. He has Minnesota? No way. That, I don't think he has a good game this week. Oh, I, I don't, Minnesota not, is so – Minnesota's 28th against the quarterbacks. Their last three matchups, again, it, it was against, you know, Prescott, who's been, who's been okay this year with injury. And Mac Jones, they gave a top six finish to Mac Jones. But if you're streaming quarterbacks, you're not playing Mike White over the two quarterbacks we just mentioned in Lawrence. I think I'd play him over um, Goff because of the amount of weapons. Oh, I would not. I, I, I think I would. I, he's definitely a great DraftKings because he's probably still going to be cheap. He was 4900 bucks last week. He might be up to like $5,500. Um, yeah, I mean, if, it, if I have to save a couple hundred bucks in DraftKings and draft Mike White, I will, but uh, – yeah, the running back situation we don't touch. Uh, no, the receivers Garrett Wilson's an every week start, uh, but Elijah Moore I think is a trap. To be honest, I don't. He, he, top twenty four finish first of the year, obviously because he hasn't. He's seen the field. He hasn't touched the ball since last week. I'd like to see one more week of Elijah Moore production. He only played thirty five percent of snaps, only two targets. Obviously caught both of them. Top twenty four finish, but. Yeah, I, I need more from him. Both Jets receivers will be in my, in my starts. Oh, no. I, I, can't, I can't start Elijah Moore. Give me would, Elijah Moore. I, I have so – would you, would you start Elijah Moore over Chase Claypool and Nico Collins asking for a friend? If you have hmm. Garrett Wilson, too. Um, I would probably – I just don't like Nico Collins. I just really don't. They're playing the – Browns. That's just that just screams like a seventeen to three ball game. It's there. Both teams run the ball a lot. I think I would take the chance of Elijah Moore scoring over Nico Collins. Even with, Claypool. Even with oh, so you play Claypool over both those guys? Yes. Even you'd play Elijah Moore and Garrett Wilson on the same lineup. Uh, yeah. Oof. Well, I got some thinking to do here. <laughs> Trade me Elijah Moore. No, well, give me a first-round pick. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Uh-huh. I've got five seconds. You can have one of them. Uh, Tyler Conklin, I, I, I don't trust him anymore. He's in the no. same category as Higby as me, for me. Yes. Uh, Kirk, playing him. Dalvin Cook, playing him. Two receivers, playing him. Hawkinson, playing him. You you answer that all very very fast. Do you disagree with anything I just said? Eh. Well, which one? I don't know. The, the Jets' defense is pretty good. I think you're overlooking how good they are. They're eighth against quarterbacks, and they are twelfth against running backs. So, I, I don't I don't I don't know if Kirk is as fast as you said it was. I I think he is. Kirk put up the QB nine finish against a tough New England defense last week. Yeah, okay, only QB9. I could see Lawrence, I think, will have a better finish than Kirk this week. Mm, that's going to be close. If I had to choose one of them, I'll take the upside of Lawrence, but I think they'll finish right around each other. 
but yeah, I, I I'm playing everybody in this Minnesota side of the ball. Yeah, even I don't know if I go Thielen though. I think I would Is it Thielen or uh, Pickens or Jets are uh, third against wide Jones. receivers. Okay, like like they don't give up points. They've had only two games where they gave a top half finish to the wide receiver group. That was Week One and Week Three. And that was when and that was when Baltimore was healthy and Cincinnati had all their guys. Since then, they have their worst finish has been against the Packers, twenty three points to all the wide receivers. I, I I get I get where you're coming from, but if I think in one even in one flex league, Steelen's a fine place, averaging seven targets, seventy percent of snaps. Eleven fantasy points this year. I think he's a fine start this week. But he scored, so so he he doesn't go back to back week scoring. I don't know about that. Maybe we'll maybe we'll make a Thielen bet this week. He he's had twelve. So since after the bye week, he twelve nine nine five twenty one. Like it's just it was it's just an outlier. I really think that twenty one since the bye week that's his best fantasy output this year. Um, is by far his best fantasy wide receiver ranking nine. Before that, it was sixteen. I think Thielen is a is more of a trap than. Uh, I guess we haven't really talked about traps, but I think I would sit Thielen. I don't think I know I would sit Thielen. Okay. Uh, let's see. We got a couple more twelve o'clock games here: Commanders, Giants, Division. Yeah, this we... game is actually very important. Seven, five, and seven, and four. Uh, Washington is two and a half point road favorites. Another road. We only got one home favorite so far. Forty and a half <laughs> over under. The, the, this is a. The, I get they're both over five hundred, but this is a gross matchup. I don't. I don't. I don't like this. No, I honestly could see a thirteen to seven me, ball game. Yeah, me, ball me, game. me too. Uh, on the Washington side of the ball, Robinson's shown enough volume to put in your lineups. Yeah, he is. The Giants have been bad the last two weeks against running backs. Um, Jamal Williams, you know, did a lot of goal line work, but even the Cowboys split backfield did a good job. Um, so I think Robinson is a good play. And I think as a flex, I would play Gibson over Thielen. Mm, that's tough. I don't know if I would or not. I, I think I think he'll see more opportunities. He, he could, but he he might not make enough of, of, of those opportunities. Only saw 42% of the snaps last week. That's fine. Uh, it's Terry and nobody else. Yes. Uh, other side of the ball, I'm fading Daniel Jones this week. Uh, Saquon Barkley, don't be stupid. And oof, it's pretty much it. I don't. I don't like yeah, it. don't be stupid with Saquon, but lower <laughs> expectations. Um, the Commanders—they've just gone right on this win streak. Uh, their last. Time they gave a, a top twelve finish to RBs was back week seven against the Packers. Other than that, their worst has been a uh, top. It was twenty one finish to the announced Dalvin Cook and Madison. So I, I think Saquon is just going to have an, an okay week. I don't know if he booms. Uh, and as far as the receivers go, Slayton this whole year he has either finished inside the top twenty four. Or outside the top forty. So if you if you need a big boom, <laughs> if you need a big boom guy, he could be it. But if uh, if not, I'd fade him. What about you know Richie James again? Another receiver on that team. He saw you know his last two games, uh, double digit po- fantasy points. Wide receiver nineteen, wide receiver twenty four. 
doesn't see a lot, doesn't see the most of the targets, but he has scored the last two weeks. Uh, what are your thoughts? I picked him up. Again, Just I, I'm just trying to fill my roster at this point. Um, but what do you think about Richie James in this matchup? I, I'm good. I, I'm staying away. It, it's going to be a low-scoring game. I don't see – I don't think either quarterback throws the ball more than 30 times. I just don't think the volume will be there. Okay. Well, he's in mine because he has to be, but <laughs> you, you'll rule the day he gets 24 this week. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're not putting up more than 100 points. Yes, I am. <laughs> you're putting Titans. up 110, you're putting up 104. Oh, Jesus. Titans-Eagles. Uh, Eagles are five-and-a-half-point home favorites, 44-and-a-half over-under. Uh, big game for uh, for the Titans. If they drop to seven and five, I I mean they'll still win the division, but I just don't trust them. I don't I don't think they're a powerhouse of the AFC. That's just good. I don't know. It, yeah, I, I think it's, it's seven and five and Jags. If they can get a win on the road against Detroit again, it's still two games back. Um, and the Colts are they on five? No, they're four seven and one. So they and they stink. But it's definitely they definitely still have the division in their grasp. But Jags. Jags have looked surprisingly above average. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say good. They they looked no. above average. Yeah, so they they could you know they could start bring you know bringing some wins around and make it interesting. But yeah, definitely a must win game for Tennessee. I don't think they get it done. Yeah, there's really only two question mark guys I want to bring up. One on either side of the ball, Tennessee. It's Traylon Burks, two top mm-hmm. sixteen. He had finished wide receiver fourteen and sixteen last two weeks. I, I think you keep riding the hot hand. I think they'll be down, and I think they'll have to throw, and I, I think you throw them in your lineup. Yeah, the only thing with Burks is he's had two plays that have brought him there, and they're right. really weird random plays. It was like the last play of the game against Green Bay. They were, art, they were up by 10, and they threw like a 40-yard catch, or else he, you know, just caught, what, what was what did he get that week? Let me find that really quick. Um Let's see, Jake has um, Burks. Ah. So he had um, 18.1, you know, with that catch. Again, he still had had a good day, probably like around 11. And then last week he got that rear touchdown where it'll probably never happen to him again. And, again, he would have been at 11. So it's it's been two really weird plays, but his snap percentage has – Got got better, 56, 50, 67. So it's getting it's getting there. Um, I I, I kind of put him. In the, I think I put him over Thielen, um, just because of the matchup, and he is their wide receiver one compared to Thielen. He's a wide receiver two. Right, that makes sense. Uh, other side of the ball, it's Hurts, Sanders, Brown, always in your lineup. Uh, Devonta Smith, though, he's a weird player to project. Last three weeks, 13.9, 13.8, nine fantasy points. None were good enough to finish inside the top 24. But he's seeing eight, nine, nine mm-hmm. targets. The volume is there. He's on the field over 85% of snaps every week. He's just he, – he doesn't – he's not booming as much as you want for the second-year player. So he, he's tough for me. What about I, I put him over Burke, Thielen, Elijah I Moore. I was just, I just about to ask you that. He's seen the targets. Yeah. It's the 31st ranked defense against receivers. Um, they, I mean, they gave up 27 and a half point PPR to the case last week. That was 16th finish. Um, and then they gave up, you know, we saw what Watson did against them and Lazard had a good week two weeks ago. I think he's in the lineup. I think AJ Brown, you know, is this his revenge game? You know, they they didn't want him. 
Uh, and that's, you know, when you go back to the team and you finally get to play against them and they, they didn't want, something goes off for you. Right. Uh, so I think Brown has a big boom. And I think, I'll say Devon Smith gets, we'll say 14. Yeah, I would take that every week for my flex player. So. Oh, 100%. Um, two more noon game matchups, Broncos, Ravens. Ravens Ugh. are nine-point home favorites. 38 and a half over under. That, <laughs> that's going to be one of the lowest all season. Yeah, I uh, I was watching NFL Network this morning, and <clears throat> they they were they were saying how Russ has lost most people in the locker room at this point. Russell Wilson, he needs this game so bad. He he just needs. It doesn't matter if it's the first quarter, or fourth quarter. He just needs to prove because he's going to be their quarterback for the next couple of years, barring any any random setback. But he just needs to prove that he can still be the leader, still be the guy. This is uh this obviously they're just playing for pride at this point. They're out of the playoffs, but yeah, this is uh th- this is rough here for Denver. Yeah, it's because it's getting bad, and I've heard Hackett is not on the hot seat. Um, That's why I think it, I think it's tough to fire a head coach after one year. Yeah, it's a big disappointment, but I mean, you look at like I, what the Packers did when they brought in Lafleur. Yes, they were thirteen and three. But their offense was ranked like 20th all season. It was just like their defense was better and they had an easy schedule. And then it, that second year is when they're like top five in every category. So like it takes time to implement an offense with a new quarterback and a new coach. Right. Um, but yeah, Wilson, I don't think he gets it done. He's just not, he's just simply not good this year. I don't want to say anymore. I'm not saying he's dead in the future because anything can happen. But right. he's just bad this year, and he's he's a sit. He's he better be on people's waivers. Yeah, it makes no sense to roster him. Uh, awful matchup for Latavius Murray. He's on my bench. Uh, really, the only guy I'm playing this week is Corlin Sutton. Uh, three double digit fancy uh, finishes in a row, and again, I think Denver will be down. They'll have to throw the ball. Yeah, and Judy is still questionable. They don't know, so just follow that. But if if Judy if Judy's in, I think you still play him. Um, but if he's not in, then it's 100% easy, Corlin Sutton. Uh, other side of the ball, Lamar and Mark Andrews, I, I, they're always in your lineup. I don't care if Lamar has some down weeks. You can't sit a guy like that. I'm sitting him. I can't. I, you can't. Yes, you can. I don't think you can. Why? Please, please tell me why. Because he can easily rush for 100 yards a game. Okay, but Denver is the second-best defense against quarterbacks are probably the best like overall defense they're probably top three they have only given up one game over 20 fantasy points to um to a quarterback and that was two weeks ago against raiders it was overtime and they had that 50 yard touchdown or else that it's 15 points and then we're only talking about one game week one in seattle like denver is just really really good and Lamar Jackson has just disappointed. He got lucky that his defense didn't step up last week and they needed him out there. But he's he just hasn't been what you wanted. And I think there are better streamers that have a better opportunity to score more than him this week, such as Trevor Lawrence. Oh, man. I, I, he could score more, but the fact that Lamar can – just he can just rush for 100 yards and be the QB five or better on the week. I just I can't sit a guy like that. I, I, I'm biased. I have him in one league, but I just I can't do it. And that's fine. But it's not even like it's just him. Like his receivers are just dropping so many balls. Like they aren't good. Even receivers. Andrews. 
Yeah, even Andrews. Even Andrews, which Andrews, he gets a pass. He's a top – and just football alone, a top three tight end in the game. But he gets a couple passes. We're like, okay, you're still going to go to him. Those other guys, those other freaking randos, I don't trust that they can do it. And I don't know. I I, I think he is – he finishes the QB8 again because of, like, that last drive that he had. It saved him. It helped out a lot of guys, um, not just him or anything. But he was QB 15 against Carolina. I guess a bad Carolina team. And in his last – he only has, let's see, two touchdowns back in week eight, one passing, zero last week, and one against the Jags. Like, he's just not scoring touchdowns anymore. Yeah, it, it's definitely not what you wanted from Lamar this year. And, obviously, you drafted him to be a top five QB, and he's not right now. So He is I QB get... five right now, but that's because oh, – He's a, he is a QB five right now, but that's because he was QB seven one one, and literally like his one performances were almost fifty points. Like that's right. what's saving him. Since then, his best is twenty five. That was against Tampa. When he has two touchdowns back in week eight and last week um, against Jacksonville. Other than that, he's been under twenty five points. Yeah, I, I mean you'd like more from Lamar, but what can he do? You can sit him and play Trevor Lawrence. I cannot. Uh, anybody else you want to talk about on this side of the ball? No. Last game of the noon slate. I'm excited for this game. It's it on paper. It doesn't look like much. It's Browns Texans, but Deshaun Watson's coming back against his former team. We finally get to see him on this Browns team. I'm Jesus. excited. To watch Are you? This. I feel like you love Deshaun Watson as a fantasy quarterback. I do <laughs> not as a person. I am not a Deshaun Watson person fan. I'm a Deshaun Watson fantasy fan <laughs> i like this matchup because we're seeing the worst and second worst rushing or defenses for the running backs i think pierce finally bounces back i think he's gonna have a top eight finish and chubb will have a top three finish again in this matchup yeah browns are seven point road favorites 47 over under uh, i made pierce one of my starts of the week he's he's gonna boom this week chubb chubb obviously too uh, Deshaun Watson, don't play him this week, though. He's, we need to see what he's going to do. I've, I'm assuming he's going to get back to being a top-10 fantasy quarterback, but there's no way in hell you can stream this guy week one off the suspension. No, and it's not its not even that part, but Houston, just because, again, we say it every week, because they're so bad against the run, they don't give up fantasy points to quarterbacks. They've only given up two top 12 finishes this year and that was against two elite quarterbacks that was against justin herbert and jalen hurts those guys are good those guys other than that they've done a really good (laughs) job in stopping the quarterbacks and receivers cooper's in even though again he's on the road it's a weird matchup but he is because he's a wide receiver eight right now but again he's on the road so lower your expectations uh dpj just what you thought we had him are you playing him this week? Nope. I do have him on my bench, again, just because of the, the weird matchup. Like, I don't think they're a good passing defense, but they teams just don't need to throw on him. So, he is in my line. He is in my bench just because of that. And Watson's coming back. I can just see them easing him in, maybe throwing it max 25 times. But I just think this is going to be a big chub game. Uh, Texans side of the ball. Oh, and Joku's in your lineup. Uh I, I think I don't I don't care that they're not going to have to throw enough. And Joku's too good of a streaming tight end to sit, in my opinion. That's fine. 
Uh, other side of the ball, Stanley Pierce, that's pretty much it. If you need to play Cooks, you need to play Collins. Times are tough out there. I get it, but I don't want to play them. Yeah, I mean, you def- they're not awful streaming matchups. Cleveland is 21st against wide receivers. Their last four game or last three out of four games, they've given up top 12 finishes to the wide receiver group. The only time they didn't was against Buffalo, um, but they still gave up 22 half-point PPR points to that receiving group. Uh, that'll do it for that noon slate. We only got two games on by, so we got 15 matchups. We'll cover the rest uh, Friday along with our start sits, all that good stuff. Uh, who has a question of the week this week? Oh, no, we we're, were going to do all of our Christmas drafts. Oh, right? yeah. What, what's December Christmas? 1st tomorrow. And it's we're doing movies on Friday? You want to do movies? Yeah, you, you yeah you got the you, you listen them in order. We both we both have the same favorite Christmas movie, so I'll let you have the one hundred and one. Uh, but yeah, that's well. Let's do let's do five rounds on that. All right, we can do five. Okay, so yeah, look look forward to that. Uh, as always, follow us on TikTok at the Kneel Down, Twitter at the Kneel Down Pod, uh, and yeah, see you guys Friday. Yep, see you then.